Hi there. Thank you for tuning in to Well-Earned Comforts Podcast. This is a bonus episode where we have a special guest. Keep listening to find out who it is. Welcome, my lords and ladies, to the Well-Earned Comforts Podcast. I'm Ariel. And I'm Sam. Thanks for joining us on the Walls of Isengard as we explore the many works of Tolkien and life. This week specifically, you might be wondering, wow, Sam's voice got really, really high. Well, now that's not exactly true. I'm joined today with a very special guest, my favorite person in the entire world, my wife, Ariel Marie Clinton Moldenhauer. I am so glad that she's here with us discussing Tolkien and more specifically this episode on this bonus episode of Welling Comforts where we'll be talking more about life. So we're going to babble like Butterbur here for a little bit. So my wife from Georgetown, Kentucky, how the heck are you? I'm doing well. It's been a great week. We finished our first Spartan last weekend. Yee-hee. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just empowering, and we just rode the adrenaline high for many days afterwards, and we were so excited about finishing it that the next day we committed to our second Spartan race at the end of July. This one's twice as long. and has five more obstacles than the other one, so I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a challenge, but... We love a challenge, so that, that was a good week. It was a good that week. We, we do love a challenge. Just for some of our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with a Spartan race, what is a Spartan race? So a Spartan race is a, well, they have a lot of vari- variations, but it's a certain distance in some sort of rugged terrain, and there are obstacles such as barbed wire crawls and wall scaling, some cargo nets to, uh, to climb. There's also rolling mud and a dunk wall. It is awesome. It is super fun fun you you really feel like a gladiator when you're doing one so that is what i know i'm mixing references here because there's a gladiator run i'm pretty sure really well no you feel like a spartan especially from the movie 300 that's what i felt like what is your profession well done well done Well, good. What else is going on in your life? So we ran the Spartan race. That's been going good. Uh, people don't know you at all. So, I mean, might, maybe give a, a few minutes. Just like, who is Ariel? You know, where'd you grow up? What are you doing now? And yeah, who who are you? Who am I? Okay. Well, I grew up in Colorado, but I was born in California, as Sam likes to to tell me all the time. You I'm a, are a Californian. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> uh, born and. Someone not else. raised. Kind of raised. I was raised in Colorado, and I went to school at CU Boulder for psychology, which was fun. Um, after that, I ended up working with some uh, an adult day program with adults with disabilities, and I was a program instructor. I took them on adventures and just did continued continued learning exercises. It was a lot of fun. Uh, then I transitioned into applied behavioral analysis which is when we kind of take those maladaptive behaviors that those with disabilities sometimes uh, exhibit and we try to shape them into more socially acceptable behaviors. Um, So that was a lot of fun. And then we moved here down into Georgetown. I ended up working with children instead of adults. I worked with children with autism specifically. But then I realized I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. And so I took this leap out of my master's program and I 
am now kind of floating, just trying to figure out what I want to do. Right now I work as a manager at a really cute little mom and pop bakery. I get to bake all day and sell people delicious treats. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's wonderful being on the receiving end of those delicious treats. I will say it's been fun watching her grow and just, I mean, we've been together for over seven and a half years, married for over three and a half years now, and it's been wonderful kind of growing up together and living this adult life with one another. It's it's a special treat when you meet that special someone and you know, this is my partner for life. And so, yeah, it's really, really cool. Well, we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, Seth and I have, but well-earned comforts, that's why we named the podcast. What does well-earned comforts mean to you? Hmm, I think to me, well-earned comforts means um, kind of, I mean, our family, we love to, Sam and I love to grill meat. We're a meat eater family. We like to eat lots of delicious, rich foods, um, steak and barbecue, and I love to bake. Some of my favorite things to bake would be cinnamon rolls. I love to indulge in a good doughy treat. And so to me, well-earned comforts means kind of like uh, work hard, play hard. Um, we work hard, we go out, we sweat it out, we, you know, put our body and try to push it to its limits, and um, then we get to play hard. We get to come home, we get to bake and grill and eat all the good things that we really love to eat. That doesn't mean that I don't love working out. Working out is also a comfort to me, too. I think for Sam as well. We love to go out, and it's kind of therapeutic to run and jump and lift and do all the things that our body just yearns to do, but that means we get to come home and we get to have all those comforts as well. It is pretty amazing. Now, this is a Tolkien podcast, as you are well aware, as you let me do this with Seth on a weekly basis, which I'm very thankful for. Thank you so much. I'm sure our listeners are also thankful for your time that you let me slip away and podcast with Seth. But uh, I'm curious, you know Lord of the Rings pretty well now, um, just being associated with me, but well-earned comforts, isn't that just such a great scene in the movie? Yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's, yeah, what great. what specifically do you like about that, about that scene? Um, you know that scene is just it has me laughing. It does. It is funny. I love the cinematography. Wow. And the way the the images just pop. Yeah. And the characters, they're all great. Wow. Yeah, which characters specifically in this scenario wow. do you like best? This, you're gonna uh, have to give me. Scene. You're gonna have to give me some time to like really mull on that because really, because there's not very many characters <laughs> in this scene. Uh, definitely, all of them. Honestly, they all have wow. their. They all wow. have their uh, great points mm-hmm. and dialogues and such. Sure, so sure. I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is great. Good job. Good job naming. This <laughs> podcast after such a fantastic scene. Wow. Would you like me to tell you the scene? Can I share it with sure. you? Sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> the scene is Mary and Pippin, who our dog is named after, Pippin Took. He's a fool of a Took, that is for sure. Mm-hmm. They are sitting on a field of victory, enjoying some well-earned comforts. Is that when they're smoking and eating that salted pork yeah, yeah. so i did yeah. know the scene i just didn't that's okay that's put right. them together well ariel obviously you maybe you enjoy lord of the rings you, you might be okay with lord of the rings but kind of give me your synopsis of what is it like living with a tolkien fanatic mm. i mean from the moment i met you seven years ago Every single year we watch lord of the rings at least once and we watch the hobbit and all of the the trilogy there and there's just a lot of watching 
those movies, especially when you're sick. You pull the, I'm sick, and <laughs> it's comfort. It is. And so we watch when you're sick, and then when you're down, we watch it then too. So that just, I mean, I've watched it so many times. About and seven. Yeah. yeah. No, more than seven, I would seven. say. And then whenever we are going to bed and we're like, oh, we should read together before bed. Well, why don't we read Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit? And I would say, well, well, why don't we switch it up a bit? What else do we have? Let's Let's read something else. Hmm. Okay. Well, we could read the Silmarillion, or maybe we can read Baron and Luthien. That's it's switching it up. It's romantic. <laughs> I always like to tell people that Sam doesn't love books. He loves book. He loves There's Lord of the Rings. Books, okay. He loves Lord of the Rings and the Bible. Those are the books that he he reads and reads them on repeat. And I I, I don't know what else you need. <laughs> I mean, you're covering a lot of your bases, but I'm a little different. I like to read all genres fantasy romance and rom-coms and then i've got the i like the ones that make you cry or the classics i love the classics too you know there's so many great books out there but i mean i i think sam sam really shows commitment to this to this author and that's that's amazing he it is a character trait for him it is not just something he likes like i like cinnamon rolls I am not a cinnamon roll fanatic. That Sam, <laughs> if one was to write a little character synopsis for who Sam is, Lord of the Rings would be a personality trait for him. Yes, yes. Kind of so, like how CrossFit is a personality trait for CrossFitters. That is true. That's a great point. You bring up, you know, you learn a CrossFitter does CrossFit within the first five minutes because they're going to tell you, hey, I'm Sam and I'm a CrossFitter, which I will say on record, I am not a CrossFitter. <laughs> I renounce any type of CrossFitting activity. That is not something I will do willingly uh but you're right like whenever i'm in conversation with people or even in some of my sermons with students mm-hmm. i'll bring up lord of the rings because it's just it's so what, much a part yeah. it's got a huge it's it's a it's a part of me it's mm-hmm. really a part of me and so well i appreciate you being on the podcast like i said i'm just so thankful to have you in my life and the support that you give me we're going to jump into what normally would be the lore section, but with this bonus episode we're going to keep it a little shorter but i just love to hear your tolkien story now i think you're obviously not a fanatic as much as I am, but I think there's appreciation for the work there. You've, you've read the books, um, or at least most of the books, um, for some of your previous classes that you've done in, in college. So I'd just love to hear kind of your perspective, solely Ariel's perspective. Not anything that I've tried to put on you. What is your, how would you express your Tolkien side? Hmm. Well, I never cared much for Lord of the Rings or Tolkien. <laughs> Uh, but then I went, as I said, I went to college at CU Boulder, and they offered such an amazing wide variety of classes, one of which was the Nordic sources of Lord of Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. And so I got to take a whole semester's worth of um, information on reading all of the different Nordic sources that Tolkien himself read that gave him inspiration for his books, which was amazing. I loved reading Icelandic and Nordic poetry and short stories. It was so informative on his works. And then we also delved into the actual works of Tolkien, and we started kind of comparing and contrasting the old sources to his works and it was so fascinating and at some point I'd love to delve deeper into like those sources with you guys because it is just so interesting to see how Tolkien himself read these works and created them and adapted them to fit his own beautiful world of Lord of the Rings. So even though I'm not a fanatic for Lord of the Rings and I wouldn't read the books over and over and over again, I do 
appreciate how in-depth and how beautifully written his works are. And it's truly, he's, he's a genius. So I do think that um, I have a lot of respect for his writings. Yeah, I think you hit the hail on the net. Hail on the net? Then... What is nail on the head? Nail on the head, thank you. The nail on the head when you said that Tolkien's a genius, but I think a lot of people who maybe are more into Tolkien don't realize those Nordic sources like you mentioned. I think a lot of people just assume, wow, he's just this brilliant guy who came up with all this stuff on his own, which is partially true. I mean, he created a whole language, which is incredible, multiple languages. Um, but we see a lot of fantasy writers even nowadays take from Tolkien, and we think, wow, wow, they're taking from Tolkien. But even Tolkien took some of his work and inspired it from those Nordic sources and some of those mythologies that we see from Iceland and, and other places. Tolkien Maybe. spoke a lot of different languages and read a, different, a lot of the different languages. He read a lot of these Nordic and Icelandic and Finnish literature in the original languages too. So I think it's super fascinating how he learned all these languages and those languages, you, if you read Finnish, you can see how Finnish is very similar to like Quenya or um, Sindarin. You know, they're very similar in the way he created them and crafted them you have never been more attractive i'm kidding i'm kidding you were beautiful on our wedding day most beautiful i will ever see you i said that the other day like you know ariel's done a lot of work and she's you know she's been working out a lot lately but i i told her like the most beautiful i will ever remember you is on your wedding day just that moment when i got to see you for the first time i mean that is, that is ingrained in my brain there's our fool of a took pippin he's, a, in the he's a barker um so again, normally this would be the lore segment. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of lore to cover, but it would be cool. I mean, hopefully we get to do this with Seth and Manda at some point, but I'd love to share how Ariel and I met. Uh, just a little synopsis. I'll let you kind of kick off the story. We've said this so many times. We're very versed in sharing our meet cute story, if yeah. you will. But... He'll, he'll probably correct me and interject often. Well, yeah, I've got a better memory than you do. But Yeah, you, know. you do. Go ahead. How, how did we meet? Well, I was a junior in high school at North Glen. Sam was, you know, a homeschooler, but... What? He said that so, like... <laughs> but geez. he played baseball for... And by the way, North Glen means, like, probably nothing to most of our listeners. Oh, well, North Glen means a lot to me. I'm saying you gotta tell that, like, what is North Glen? North Glen's our high school. Oh! Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, he was a baseball player at our high school, um, and my best friend at the time... Her boyfriend was really close to Sam and played baseball with Sam. Shout out to Cole Monster. Cole Monster, Monster. K Monster. Shout out to K Monster. That's yes, my man. the Munsonite. <laughs> K Dog. Colton Munson, great guy. We're actually um, going to. Hit, actually, we're both in the wedding party for his wedding in August, which is Ooh. cool because he is the one who set us up, and we set him up to to the woman who is now marrying so yeah, it's cool we kind of awesome. gave him we we paid him back for yeah. what he did with us so his his girlfriend was my best friend at the time at the, the time same one he's no different lady so they set us up for prom because i did not want to be third wheeled again two years in a row and i just i wanted to go with someone and so i told them to ask him and sam what was your impression when they asked you if you'd like to go with me i'll be honest the first time that colton asked me he's like hey you want to go to prom with with my girlfriend and i we got a girl that would be willing to go with you and i said absolutely not that sounds horrible <laughs> not only was i homeschooled and had enough horror stories told me of uh school proms but i also just wasn't looking for a relationship and honestly 
I really wasn't impressed by the girls that I saw at Northland. I was like, yeah, she's probably not the best looking or anything like that. He goes, no, 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 no. She's, she's cute. She's pretty. I was like, fine. Thanks, Very Colton. shallow of me. But I was like, fine, I'll meet her. I'll meet her. So you came to one of our baseball games. What were you, you were wearing something specific that day. It was hot outside. It was almost summer, but I was wearing a sweater. A sweater with a cross on it. Yeah, and so I was like, wow, this is like a good Christian girl. Nice. That's good to know. We were sitting on the wrong side, too. You were. Yeah, I was confused by that, too. <laughs> we didn't go to games often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't normally go to Colton's uh, baseball games then, I guess. <laughs> and I never did sports things. But regardless, uh, so I went to that game. We met for like two seconds because he had to run off to work. He worked at AMC at the time. Yeah, I worked yeah. at the theater. And so he had to run off to work, but, you know, he was cute, and I guess he thought I was cute, so we... No, I was, like, I was convinced at that point. I was, like, fine, at least I'll have a good time with a cute girl. Like, I can do this. Yeah, so we ended up going on a second kind of meet uh, to a sandwich shop called Witch Witch. Witch. Yeah, it was great. He was super cute, and he just had the most beautiful eyes I'd ever seen. Super respectful. And after he left, and I was back with just Colton and... Uh, his girlfriend, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm never going to be with this guy because he was just too cool. He was too good for me. So I just right then and there settled with, nah, I'm never going to see him again. And then he actually like, really? What well, did... so I, I was, I had to run to like a algebra test yeah, or something algebra. like that next. So I really didn't think much of it, but I was like, I should probably get to know this girl. So I, I Facebook messaged you. I was like, Hey, if we're going to prom, I should get to know you. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those classic moves. And so we got talking over Facebook and then we had probably one of the best, like first actual dates ever. You know, we went bowling. I pretended I might kill you at one point. <laughs> you remember that? That doesn't sound great on them. It was a joke. Like, You're like, you can be a serial killer. And I was like, well, maybe I am. And I yeah. Know, something like that. But then we went yeah. to the park and we held ankles while yeah. we shared each other's love songs. Yeah, we sat in this middle in the middle of this field near my house. And we, I don't know why, but we sat facing each other and we held each other's ankles. And it was just so sweet. And then we were like, well, what are the best romantic songs out there? And so we started sharing our favorite romance songs mine were all of the 80s i played some journey songs for him his were mainly jack johnson which i'd never really heard of much at the time and so they were just some of the most sweet moments and and then i remember we looked up at the sky once and it looked like a hand and you said oh look it god's waving at us and it was just yeah and it was the sweetest thing ever because i remember the next day we went to prom together yeah literally the next day so we barely knew each other. And I remember looking at the sky outside because um, our prom venue was on this huge hill. And I remember saying to you, hey, look, Sam, oh, God's yeah. waving at us because I saw another hand in the sky. And so, yeah, that was kind of a callback to the night before when you said the same thing. And ladies and gentlemen, my wife, probably the smoothest person you'll ever meet. She goes, yeah, I got this thing called Raynaud's, which means my fingers, because it was, you know, it was a cold, like, March or April, maybe May, I guess probably May it's prom evening, season. Yeah, April, I don't know when it was, but it was in Colorado, it's, you know, it gets chilly at night during that time in the spring, so she's like, yeah, I got this thing called Raynaud's, and so my fingers, they go numb and cold, and I was like, ah, oh, she, she wants me to hold her hand, so I, I take her hand, and I embrace it, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll warm it up for you. 
But to this day... I still have Ray nodes. It's a real thing. Look it up. It's when your I'm not fingers you stop circulation and they turn all wrinkly and white and numb. And it's not fun. But you said it because you wanted me to hold your Did hand. not. Yes, you did. We will fight to this till the day we die. But, mm-hmm. uh, then after that, we went to prom and then he... I Well, I made it Facebook official before he made it really official... But he ended up coming to my house in the middle of the night and was actually kind of creepy. He was like, Ariel, your garage door's open. And I (laughs) was like, no, it's not. What do you mean? He said, come outside. (laughs) (laughs) And so I opened the door. and Yeah. (laughs) He was in his baseball outfit and he was all sweaty, but he was holding a bouquet of all... Red. red roses there with one is. white one yes. in the middle and he asked me to be his girlfriend which is so sweet um so yeah and then ever since we've been together and we went we've done a lot together we've traveled through different countries we've been to uganda we've been to paris and belgium and we've been all over the united states together and we ended up getting uh, engaged when I was in college and getting married when I was in college. And it was fantastic and ended up making a move all the way across the country to a state where we know no one. And it's been great. We have a house and a dog and things are good. Things are really good. So hopefully you've enjoyed this bonus episode where I got to introduce my favorite person in the world. Like I said, my wife, Ariel. She is the love of my life, the person who keeps me going, my cheerleader, the person who lets me do these podcasts. So please, uh, if you don't want to like the podcast for me or you don't want to subscribe to the podcast for me or Seth, do it for her. Do it for her. (laughs) She gives up a lot so that Seth and I can podcast. But that does lead us into our Gondor Calls for Aid segment. You know what that is, right, Ariel? Yes. Continue, please. (laughs) We are breaking into the halls of... I think we're breaking into the halls of medicine. Medicine. And we're shouting. <laughs> oh. oh. No. We're oh. shouting. <laughs> we're shouting. Yay, says I. Gondor calls for A. <laughs> Oops. And that was a given. I really should have. That's what it's called. Stupid. <laughs> Anyway, Gondor does call for aid. We call for aid. Will you, Rohan, answer? Please like, share, subscribe if you like the podcast. Leave a comment or a review, good or bad. we just love to know how we're doing. And also share with other Tolkien friends, Tolkien fans, people who you think might enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much for stepping out onto the road with us. And I've had a blast being here. (laughs) Why are you just looking at me? I don't know. Oh no. Thank you again for stepping out on the road with us as there was really no telling where we would be swept off to this segment. We bid you all oh, a, a very fond farewell. Ariel Clinton, everybody! Yeah! Welcome, my, my lords. lords and ladies, to the Well Earned Comforts podcast. I'm Sam. No. <laughs> Why not? Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>